I have two brothers, and the three of us are close in age. My parents live in Appleton. I'm the only one of the three of us who lives in this area. One of my brothers is in Miami, and the other is in a southwest suburb of Chicago. So I've wondered how the three of us would work together when my parents needed some more help as they age. I'm learning that now. My dad fell off a ladder a couple weeks ago and is laid up for about three months. So my brother from Chicago has been here much of that time and has been working from the dining room of the nursing home where my dad is. My other brother hadn't been home in eight years but came home last weekend. So like any family, we have our issues and yet So far, when we're needed, I guess the three of us brothers are doing okay. There are several stories in the scriptures about seven brothers. We just heard two of them. And both the seven brothers face a difficult situation, but end up doing the right thing. The seven brothers in the first reading give their lives freely rather than go against their faith. My guess is their willingness to do that didn't just happen one day. Their willingness to be a martyr was nurtured and grew over time. That didn't just happen for the 12 apostles either. Only one of them stayed with Jesus to the cross. Yet the remaining ones, other than Judas, grew in faith and courage and ended up dying as martyrs for their faith in the Lord. Getting to be willing to give our whole lives to Christ, even unto death, is what a life of faith is all about. That is what true freedom is being able to let go of everything else so that only the most important thing is central. Giving our lives takes time and growth. I know that to be true in my own life. I came to realize that the more I give myself to Christ, the greater freedom and joy I have. And that's part of what I love about being a priest. As a priest, I'm able to devote my life to Christ by serving his people. Took me a while to get there, though. I remember my first few years of priesthood, and my question back then was, how do I fit priesthood into my life? And that wasn't the right question. I needed to learn that my life is priesthood and priesthood is my life and that the more I give myself to Christ, the more alive I become. It took me time to learn that lesson, but my life has been much better ever since. That doesn't mean life is easy, but I do have a deep, sense of purpose, of knowing that I'm serving Christ as he wants me to, 
and that brings me great joy. I love being a priest. I love being a pastor. I love giving my life to the people I serve. I still have days when anxiety and frustration and other things get in the way, and I notice a difference on those days. Deep down, though, I feel like I belong in that family of seven brothers who at some point got to the point of being willing to give their all. And that gives me peace. In raising children and grandchildren, we, we want them to be happy. And often in Catholic families, that has meant being cautious if a child or grandchild expresses a desire to consider priesthood or religious life. We want to make sure that they keep all their option, options open as if being a priest or being a sister wouldn't be a happy life. And some in my family, and my parish priest at the time, and others did that in my case. And that was not helpful, always having me keep your options open. Well, I would want them to support me if I wasn't called to be a priest. We need to support those who are called. Being a priest today is countercultural. It takes some courage to be a priest in a time when priesthood and institutions like the church are looked down upon. And so those of us who value the priesthood, who love the church despite her flaws and sins, need to raise up good and holy leaders. And those leaders come from our families. And they come from this parish. So today, I invite us to consider how we are fostering vocations to religious life and to priesthood. We have two men connected to our parish who are in formation. Christopher Alt is in formation for religious life as a Jesuit as he prepares to be ordained. Olivia Indoramana is in formation to be a parish priest for our diocese. Let's pray for them. Let's support them. Today's bulletin has a page of information about Olivier, including his email address. It also has his birthday, which is today. So what if we went home and each sent him an email saying, Happy birthday, Olivier. We're praying for you. Our young adults and children at home, we need to encourage them to be open to a religious vocation. For students in high school, we need to encourage them to participate in our high school youth ministry on Sunday nights called Aftershock. If we have children or grandchildren in college, please give us their contact information so that we can keep in touch with them. Father Kevin sends some cards and care packages from time to time from our parish, but we can only do that if we know where they are and how to reach them. And finally, let's pray. Let's pray that we may each give ourselves more fully to loving God with all we have 
and to giving our all to our vocation to holiness. And then our specific vocations to marriage, to religious life, to priesthood. I want to be part of that group of people who give God my all. Please join me in doing the same. And then together, let's nurture faith in our families and in our parish so that our young people might know the freedom that comes from giving our all to Christ.